Come through the sky, Christopher Daniels, Frankie Zay, collectively known as SoCal Incensor SCU! This is Catch, Hook, and Shoot, the worst podcast I've ever been on. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Catch, Hook, and Shoot, the best podcast you never heard of. My name's Tom. I am your host. And today, as I'm recording this, it is late on Sunday, April the 11th, 2021. WrestleMania just wrapped up. And I want to thank everybody for listening, watching, and subscribing on YouTube, Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Make sure to check out the website, catchhookshoot.com, where you can find all the podcasts, all the YouTube videos, uh, interviews, photo gallery, the uh, the CHS shop, where you can find all your t-shirts and hats. Head to patreon.com slash catchhookshoot for all your bonus content. Uh, make sure you are following on twitch.tv slash catchhookshoot where I'm doing uh, kind of like random watch parties every now and then, typically on a Saturday. Um, yeah, I'll uh, definitely be posting on social media when those are going to be happening. Head to prowrestlingtees.com slash catchhookshoot for all of uh, the t-shirts that you won't find on the, the uh, catchhookandshoot shop on the website. <laughs> <clears throat> and you can find links to all of that and much more at our link tree, which is linktree slash catchhookshoot. Or you can just scan this little uh, QR code right here in the corner of your screen if you're watching on YouTube. And if you ever want to shoot me an email, it's catchhookshoot at gmail.com. So we got a huge episode coming up this week with all the uh, results and everything from everything going on in WrestleMania week. So we're going to kick it all off like we always do with the match of the week. This week's match of the week comes from WrestleMania Night 1 from last night, and it was the uh, the main event for the SmackDown Women's Championship, Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. Uh, this match exceeded all of my expectations of it, and it, it was just a damn good match. It was very, very emotional uh, for both of the women involved, plus the, the crowd and everything like that. And, you know, it didn't, didn't have the greatest buildup going into WrestleMania, but the match over delivered in my opinion and just just the significance of this match with not only two women main eventing wrestlemania but two african-american women main eventing wrestlemania for you know both of those things are first time ever i mean yes we've had a women's main event a couple of years ago but it was a triple threat you know and it was if let's be honest here if ronda rousey wasn't in it i don't think it would have been the main event of the show you know, it was built around Ronda Rousey and her name recognition and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, this match, first one-on-one women's match in the main event of WrestleMania ever. <clears throat> Excuse me. And like I said, it to me, it over-delivered. It was a fantastic match. Bianca Belair pulled out the win. She is your new SmackDown Women's Champion. And, yeah, I just I thought it was a damn good match. I see a lot of people talking crap about it online. You're not wrestling fans. I'm sorry. If... If you are saying that this match was bad or this match didn't deliver, you know, you're not a wrestling fan. I hate to tell you, that's just the way it is. Now, if you didn't like it, that's one thing. But sit here and say it was bad, I'm sorry, number one, you're not in a position to make that call. Being just a fan, I'm sorry, I've said this before, no fan is... uh, 
is fit to judge what's good and what's bad. You can say you like it or you don't like it all day long, and I won't argue with you. If you don't like it, it's not to your taste. Hey, great, fine, that's your opinion. But, uh, yeah, anybody saying this was a bad match has no clue what they're talking about and is just simply not a wrestling fan. They're just one of these online trolls who likes to do nothing but complain. That's that. So, uh, yeah, match of the week this week, main event, WrestleMania night one, Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. Match was freaking awesome. If you haven't seen it, go back and watch it. Uh, it's definitely worth the watch. And I, I would definitely say a match of the year candidate. So, uh, yeah, that uh, that's the match of the week. So let's move into the, uh, the next segment of the show where I break down my top three highlights of the week. And, of course, that is called the three count. So number one up on the three count, the Young Bucks. Uh, seems like they're... Uh, Getting back together with their former Bullet Club brothers, the uh, the Good Brothers and Kenny Omega, they turned on John Moxley in their six man tag team match this week on Dynamite, uh, hitting him with double super kicks and yeah, just uh, hooking back up with uh, with Omega and the Good Brothers. So uh, I'm very curious to see how this one's gonna play out because it looked like you know the Bucks were not uh, not really okay with all the stuff the Good Brothers and Omega were doing and. Uh, you know, now they've done a kind of a, not, I wouldn't say a complete 180 because they did look very hesitant at first, but then when, you know, later on in the uh, in the in the match or in the aftermath of the match, <clears throat> they uh, didn't uh, didn't seem to hesitate too much and just uh, kick Moxley's head into the third row. So, yeah, it looks like the uh, the good uh, good brothers and uh, young bucks and Kenny Omega are on the same page. So we'll have to see how this is gonna how this is gonna play out. Number two on the three count, uh, promo from Edge on SmackDown. He, uh, I mean, the last couple weeks going into WrestleMania, his promos have been just on fire. And, uh, you know, I, I put it out on, on social media, the uh, promo class as taught by Edge, because he, he just, he killed it, you know, just with his intensity and uh, all of that kind of stuff going into the Universal title match in WrestleMania, and I'll get into the actual match in a little bit here. But, uh, yeah, just a fantastic promo by Edge on SmackDown. And number three on the three count, and I can't believe I'm saying this, Bad Bunny. Holy crap. I mean, you know, I talked about the main event of Night 1 over-delivering on WrestleMania. Bad Bunny just knocked his match out of the park. I mean... You know, go, going into it, I didn't expect a whole lot. You look back at celebrity matches, especially at WrestleMania, you don't expect a whole lot out of them. They bring in the celebrities for the name recognition and, you know, to get eyes on the product and to get pay-per-view buys and, and network subscriptions and things like that. But uh, Bad Bunny, you know, he, he showed me something. I mean, they, Triple H has been saying he's been at the Performance Center every day training. Uh, apparently, he's been training since, like, December uh, and... You know, he it showed. He put on a damn good match. And, again, people are tearing this apart on social media. Saying, oh, it was, if it wasn't for The Miz and John Morrison. Well, no shit. That's any wrestling match you watch. It takes both participants to make a good match. You know, it's not one person carrying the match on their back. So, <clears throat> yeah, obviously The Miz and Morrison made Bad Bunny look fantastic. But if he didn't put the time in, he didn't put the effort in, if he wasn't taking it seriously and giving it the respect that it deserved, the the match could have been terrible no matter how hard the Miz and Morrison worked at it. But, you know, you can tell Bad Bunny has been putting in the work. 
You can tell he's got the respect for the business and for the people in it. And he put on a damn good match. And he, Bad Bunny, had more ring time in that match than any of the other three competitors, Damian Priest, The Miz, or John Morrison. And he pulled off some pretty crazy, you know, high-risk moves. He had a Canadian destroyer on the floor on John Morrison that, that, you know, that that was probably the highlight of the match. But, yeah, Bad Bunny really, uh, really showed me something. He, you know, he earned a lot of respect. I mean, the supposed fans online can say what they want to say, but uh, pretty much every wrestler who I've seen talk about this match has been just praising Bad Bunny up and down for everything that he did. So, and the match, match was great. I mean, it, it was actually in consideration for the match of the week this week. So, that... You know, that tells you right there what I thought about it. So, uh, yeah, number three on the three count, Bad Bunny, just with a hell of a showing at WrestleMania night one. So, uh, talking about WrestleMania, let's get into everything that went on this past week, WrestleMania week, and there's a lot to go over starting on Monday Night Raw with WWE. Um, yeah, and Monday Night Raw was pretty much all, you know, build up into WrestleMania because this was the uh, the last... Uh, last show before the WrestleMania festivities started, so to speak. And, uh, you know, we saw promos from uh, Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, and Baron Corbin. Of course, uh, Lashley and Corbin kind of been um, allies, I guess you could say, the last couple of weeks. Um, Xavier Woods picked up a pinfall victory over uh, over AJ Styles. So uh, a promo from uh, from Braun Strowman leading up to his match with uh, with Shane McMahon. Uh, Miz and Morrison just totally destroyed, not really destroyed, but uh, defaced Bad Bunny's Bugatti, uh, supposedly like a three and a half million dollar car, and they just put red paint all over the thing, and the car is white, so, uh, yeah, and then when Bad Bunny came back to see it, he got attacked, um, Nia and, and uh, Shayna Baszler got a victory over Rhea Ripley and Asuka. This, of course, just leading to Rhea and Asuka's match at WrestleMania. Rhea kind of turned on Asuka during the match. And uh, we also found found out on Raw that there would be a tag team turmoil match to determine uh, number one contenders for the women's tag team championships at WrestleMania. Um, then uh, Damian Priest proposed that the WrestleMania match between Bad Bunny and Miz be made into a tag team match with Priest and Bunny taking on Miz and Morrison, which of course was accepted. Uh, and then uh, the main event, Drew McIntyre got a victory over Baron Corbin. Uh, Tuesday night, we had the WWE Hall of Fame ceremony and uh, some uh, last last minute additions uh, to the 2021 class of the Hall of Fame. Ozzy Osbourne was added to the celebrity wing, which I think is very cool. Ozzy uh, of course, was part of WrestleMania 2 with the British Bulldogs when they won the Tag Team Championships and has also made other appearances on Raw, uh, you know, performing and acting as like a guest uh, GM with him and his wife Sharon. So, uh, yeah, Ozzy Osbourne added to the Celebrity Wing of the Hall of Fame and also Rich Herring, who is uh, a member of the WWE corporate office. Uh, he received the Warrior Award for 2021. And then the actual ceremony, um, it was okay. I think it lacked a lot of the emotion that we normally expect from the Hall of Fame. Um, but, I mean, you know, with no crowd being there in very limited time, and it was taped ahead of time, and, you know, the, the inductee, there were no uh, presenters for the inductees, uh, and there were no uh, no crowd, like I said, and the, the inductees were given very limited time for their speeches. So it was a very scaled-down, very toned-down version of the Hall of Fame. 
hopefully next year it's back to you know what we're used to uh with the crowd and the the inductors for for each inductee and and stuff like that um yeah, I thought JBL came off as a total douchebag with his speech, but uh, I'm not a big fan of JBL anyway. So uh, that's, you know, the one one comment I have about that. Uh, the legacy wings for both years I thought were pretty cool. For 2020, we had Ray Stevens, Brickhouse Brown, Dr. Death Steve Williams, uh, Baron Michelle Leone, and Gary Hart, which, uh, you know, I no complaints about any of those guys, especially Gary Hart and Dr. Death Steve Williams. The 2021 Legacy Wing uh, featured Dick the Bruiser, Pez Watley, Buzz Sawyer, Ethel Johnson, and Paul Bosch. Again, all very deserving. Um, so, yeah, like I said, it was just, uh, it wasn't the same. It wasn't what we're used to with the Hall of Fame. But, I, you know, it is good that they were able to do some type of ceremony for these inductees to, to give them their, you know, their moment. Uh, not, I'm sure not the moment that they were expecting or that they were hoping for, but they got something. Uh, so, you know, it, it was what it was. Uh, getting into NXT TakeOver, which was a uh, two-night event this week on the uh, the kickoff show on Wednesday. Zoe Stark defeated Tony Storm. Kind of a surprise there, but uh, a welcome one. Zoe Stark has just been blowing up on NXT. And, uh, you know, it seems like she's getting put in a very prominent position. So I'm, you know, very interested to see where Zoe Stark is going to is going to go moving forward. Uh, Pete Dunne got a win over Kushida in just a, a ridiculously good match. I mean, this was a case where Pete Dunne's been saying, you know, he's the best technical wrestler in WWE. Kushida kind of challenged that, and these two just put on a clinic. Uh, Bronson Reed won the, uh, the gauntlet match to become number one contender for the North American Championship on night two. Uh, Walter retained the NXT UK Championship against Tommaso Ciampa in another just ridiculously good match i mean uh you know another contender for match of the week here uh msk defeated the grizzled young veterans and legato del fantasma to become the new nxt tag team champions uh, of course the titles were vacated uh by oni lorkin and danny birch when danny birch was injured but uh yeah msk being pushed to the moon in nxt they win the dusty cup and now they're the nxt tag team champions so congratulations to them and uh, new NXT Women's Champion Raquel Gonzalez got the victory over Io Shirai again in a great match. Uh, and then moving on to uh, to night two, uh, Killian Dane and Drake Maverick got a win over Breezangle on the kickoff show. Uh, Santos Escobar defeated Jordan Devlin to uh, become the unified cruiserweight champion. And again, a fantastic ladder match with these two guys. Another one that was in contention for match of the week. Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon retained the Women's Tag Team Championships against Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. Uh, Johnny Gargano retained the uh, the uh, North American Championship against Bronson Reed. And Karrion Cross is your new NXT champion. Got the victory over Finn Balor in uh, just a great main event between these two guys. I had been waiting a long time for this match, and it did not disappoint. And then the second part of the uh, the main event... Kyle O'Reilly got the win over Adam Cole in the unsanctioned match. Uh, these two guys beat the living hell out of each other throughout this match. And again, uh, a contender for match of the week. There were a lot of contenders for match of the week this week. But uh, yeah, O'Reilly and Cole just uh, put on a, an amazing match between these two guys. And just a lot of, 
a lot of spots where it was like, oh my god, I can't believe they did that. And uh, yeah, just an awesome, awesome match. Another one I would suggest going back to watch. And we found out that uh, Frankie Monet is going to be debuting this Tuesday. Frankie Monet apparently is the new name of Taya Valkyrie uh, for uh, for NXT. So she will be making her debut on uh, on Tuesday. So I'm curious to see how that is going to go down. NXT UK had their prelude event. And uh, Tyler Bate defeated Noam Dar in a Heritage Cup rules match to win the, uh, the number one contendership for the Heritage Cup. Again, another contender for match of the week. Uh, just a, a fantastic match between these two guys. And, and NXT UK, I think, does not get talked about enough because uh, some fantastic wrestling going on in NXT UK. Uh, Mako Satomura and Millie McKenzie defeated Isla Dawn and uh, Kaylee Ray in a, a very good women's tag team match, and Walter, pulling double duty this week, retained the NXT UK Championship again versus Rampage Brown. Uh, SmackDown, uh, again, a lot of build-up to WrestleMania. Uh, the big thing was the uh, the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match in a, a fatal four-way. Ziggler and Rude did retain. Uh, we saw a big brawl between all the women's tag teams that were involved in the Tag Team Turmoil match. Uh, we saw that killer edge promo. Uh, and the Andre the Giant Battle Royal was won by Jay Uso of all people. Little, uh, little surprising, but uh, yeah, Jay Uso wins the Andre Battle Royal. And moving on to the big one, WrestleMania two night event this year again, and uh, it it did not disappoint. Honestly, I think it uh, it exceeded my expectations for the most part. There's a couple of moments where I was like, eh, you know, but. Uh, for the most part, two really, really good shows. I was pleasantly surprised with WrestleMania. We saw a new uh, opening graphic, which I'm sure is what we're going to see on all the WWE shows uh, going forward. And uh, the opening match night one was the uh, the WWE Championship match, Lashley and Drew McIntyre. And yet another contender for match of the week. These two put on a hell of a match. And Lashley, in the end, did retain the WWE Championship. A little bit of a surprise. I was expecting McIntyre to uh, to get the title back and get his big WrestleMania moment in front of a crowd. Didn't exactly happen, so I'm curious to see what's going to happen from here. Is McIntyre still going to be challenging for the title? Or are they going to move him into a, a different uh, rivalry and you know, bring out uh, another another contender for Lashley. Personally, I, I'd like to see, you know, somebody like Keith Lee maybe going after Bobby Lashley. I think that'd be, I think that'd be interesting. Uh, Natalia and Tamina won the women's tag team turmoil match, so they got the uh, the women's tag team championship shot on night two. Uh, Cesaro defeated Seth Rollins in yet another match of the week contender. Uh, this one, you know, this was one I was really looking forward to, and again, did not disappoint. Loved this match. I, I'm a huge fan of both of these guys, and they just went out there and kicked ass, kicked all kinds of ass, and just a great match. But Cesaro did get the win in that one. Uh, AJ Styles and Omos are your new uh, tag team champions, your new Raw tag team champions. They got the the win over the New Day. It, it just in dominating fashion. I mean, uh, you know, almost got in there and just decimated Woods and Kofi Kingston. And uh, yeah, so AJ and almost are the new Raw Tag Team Champions. Braun Strowman got the victory over Shane McMahon in a cage match. A couple of really cool spots in this one. Shane was uh, trying to escape the cage at one point and Strowman 
leapt up on the ropes and just ripped out a section of the chain link on the cage and pulled Shane back in through the cage. And then uh, both men were up on the uh, the top of the cage at one point, and Strowman just threw Shane off back into the ring. So I, I said last week, Shane McMahon will be going off the top of the cage, and he did. Uh not uh, not of his own volition, though. That's the part I didn't expect. But yeah, Strowman just kind of threw Shane off the top of the cage and into the ring, and Strowman did get the uh, did get the victory in that one. And then we had the uh, the tag team match: Damian Priest and Bad Bunny against Miz and Morrison. Like I said, Bad Bunny uh, impressed the hell out of me in this match, and you could tell, you know, he has been putting in the work to, you know to be able to put on a good match and it did not disappoint he delivered he you know hit the a lot of high spots in this one and it was just a damn good match and it surprised the surprised the hell out of me because i wanted to hate this match i did not want to like this match you know because you think of celebrity matches at wrestlemania and you think about like snooki and maria menounos and nothing against either one of them but you know they're you could just tell it was they they didn't put the time in to put on a good match they were they were just kind of there and bad bunny put the time in and he you know he showed me something so uh yeah anytime bad bunny wants to come back i got no issue with it uh and then of course in the main event bianca belair was victorious over sasha banks for the smackdown women's title and again both of these women uh put on a fantastic match uh the the one big spot in the match that just kind of made me recoil and say holy crap was uh uh the hair whip by Bianca Belair onto uh, onto Sasha, uh, you know Sasha throughout the match was you know using uh, using Bianca's hair that long braid using it against her, and uh, Bianca got fed up with it and just whipped her across her midsection, and you saw a shot of Sasha Banks a couple of seconds later with just a huge welt across her ribs, and uh, you know so that was the that was for me the the holy crap moment of the of that match. But, uh, yeah, Bianca defeated Sasha. She is the new SmackDown Women's Champion. On to night two. Uh, first match out of the gate was The Fiend and Randy Orton. And uh, The Fiend has been uh, rejuvenated, I guess would be the right word. He's back to uh, his his normal look. Looked like he had a new mask. I mean, same design, but it looked, uh, I don't know, it looked slightly different. I don't know if it was the color. It was more white than normal, I guess, is how it looked to me. But, uh yeah, it looked like he was rejuvenated back to his old self. Uh, popped out of a giant jack-in-the-box at ringside uh, for his uh, for his entrance. We had Alexa Bliss come down and, you know, wind up the jack-in-the-box. And The Fiend came out of it and uh, jumped off of it and attacked Randy Orton to start off the match. And uh, at one point in the match, The Fiend paid uh, a little bit of a tribute to, uh, to Brody Lee, which I thought was really, really cool. They had... Uh, he was facing the hard cam, and they got a tight shot of him, and he did the, uh, the arm motion of Brody Lee where he puts his arms out to the side, and, uh, you know, you could hear him uh, yelling, yeah, 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 and it was just, it was a very, very cool moment, very well done, and I thought it was just, uh, it was an awesome tribute to Brody Lee from The Fiend. Of course, this is The Fiend's first match, I believe, since Brody Lee passed away, so, uh, yeah, it was just a really cool moment in the match, and then it kind of took an a very odd turn when uh, uh, looked like the fiend was about to hit Sister Abigail on Randy Orton and end the match. Alexa Bliss pops out of the Jack in the Box with a completely different look than what she came to the ring in. 
uh, with the uh, the black ooze or whatever pouring down her face and uh, looked to be, you know, just uh, had just a very evil, evil look. And, uh, you know, the, the Fiend, of course, got distracted, looked almost entranced by Alexa Bliss, and that allowed Orton to hit an RKO and get the victory. But, uh, the, and again, people are crapping all over this. I'm like, the, you're missing the point. They're focusing so much on the fact that Randy Orton won the match. But this is, Randy Orton in this story is almost secondary now. Yes, Orton won the match. So that part of the Fiend-Randy Orton story, that's done. That's over with. I'm pretty sure Orton and the Fiend is done. Now we are going to shift to the Fiend and Alexa Bliss. I mean... Uh, has no one else noticed over the last several weeks or the couple of months since The Fiend has been gone that Alexa has gone through some changes with her look? If you notice, her look has gotten a lot darker. And, you know, she she's the one now pulling the strings of The Fiend. She's the one controlling him. She's the one who did the little ritual and brought him back and, like, had him had his soul trapped in the jack-in-the-box if you want to put it that way and you know she's the one you know she's the one pulling all the strings now she's the one in control and now she almost kind of used randy orton as a tool against the fiend in in this uh, whole thing leading up to this so you know th this it's called storytelling guys and this is just the beginning of this story with alexa in the fiend and i am dying to see where it's gonna go you know that this match the match, like I said, the match and Orton and all that was pretty much secondary to the to the story of Alexa and the Fiend. That is, was the whole purpose of this, from my point of view. You know, that's my opinion was to set up Alexa and the Fiend going forward. And Alexa kind of—I don't know if she's necessarily turning on the Fiend, but I mean, there's a big story to tell there. I mean, the Fiend kind of like you know pulled Alexa in and possessed her and completely changed who she was, and now she's the one you know, taking control of him. So uh, I'm very interested to see where this is going to go. Uh, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax retained the tag team titles against Natalia and Tamina in, in a damn good match. Tamina was the star of this match. You know, if, if you didn't see the women's tag team match, go back and watch it. Watch Tamina. She shined in this match. And I got to say, it's about damn time that she got that, that little bit of a spotlight. doesn't even matter that her and Natalia lost the match. That, But, you know, this, this was Tamina's moment. And she just, again, kicked all forms of ass in this match. Uh, Kevin Owens got the win against Sami Zayn, and then uh, in, in the high spot of the night for me, Kevin Owens stunned Logan Paul, who was really there for no reason. Uh, I didn't understand his involvement in this at all, but uh, yeah, he caught a stunner, so I'm happy. Uh, Sheamus is your new United States champion, got the win over Matt Riddle. Uh, yeah, he hit the bro kick uh, as Riddle was doing a springboard moonsault, like a lion salt, basically, uh, on the inside of the ring. While Riddle was upside down in the moonsault, Sheamus hit the bro kick right in his face, busted his mouth open, and uh, got the pin. Uh, and then for the Intercontinental Championship, uh, Apollo Crews got the victory with some help from Daba Kato. If you remember him, he was the uh, the big big guy in uh, Raw Underground when Shane McMahon was doing that for a few weeks there on Raw. Um, yeah, came in, helped Apollo Crews attack Big E, and uh, so he apparently Daba Kato now is. Uh, 
an associate of Apollo Crews. Uh, I did read that he's going to have a new name. I don't remember what it was. I didn't make a note of it, and I couldn't find the article again. But I'm sure we'll find out uh, this coming week on uh, on SmackDown. So, but yeah, uh, Apollo Crews is your new Intercontinental Champion. And we have a new Raw Women's Champion in Rhea Ripley defeated Asuka in yet another very good match between these two women. Uh, yeah, the, the the women tore it up at WrestleMania this weekend. So, uh, yeah, I, I would recommend at the very least go back and watch all the women's matches from uh, from WrestleMania. They were, they were awesome. Uh, and in the main event, Roman Reigns retained the Universal Championship against Edge and Daniel Bryan. This match was amazing. If it wasn't for Bianca and Sasha, this would have gotten match of the week. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the ending pissed me off, which I think was the point. Roman Reigns is a heel, so, you know, you're supposed to not be happy when he wins. But, uh, yeah, we saw just, uh, I mean, this was one of those matches that kind of kept you on the edge of your seat because it could have ended at any time and anybody could have won. There was no obvious winner going into this match. Like, I, I really wanted to see Edge win this match, but then there was the possibility of Daniel Bryan winning. And, you know, th this was a great triple threat match with, with these three guys. And Roman Reigns was the, uh, the winner at the end of the day. So Roman Reigns still the universal champion. So uh, let's move on to some other stuff going on this week because there uh, there was other wrestling besides WWE this week. Uh, on AEW on uh, Elevation, we saw the debut of Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page as a tag team. They got a win over the Seidel brothers. Um, on uh, Dynamite, we saw a, uh, a promo from the Death Triangle get interrupted by the Best Friends. So it uh, looks like that's going to be a new, uh, new rivalry moving forward. Uh, saw just a great promo from the inner circle with Chris Jericho, and uh, we did find out we are going to get that blood and guts match. The inner circle versus the pinnacle is going to happen on May 5th on Dynamite, which I am very surprised about that. I figured they would have saved that for a pay-per-view, but it is happening on Dynamite, the inner circle, inner circle versus pinnacle, so I can't wait to see that one. Uh, Taz trying to recruit Christian into Team Taz. Uh, kind of interesting. Uh, QT Marshall cut a promo at the Nightmare Factory with his new uh, new crew guys on uh, Cody Rhodes. So it looks like uh, the you know it's going to be a Nightmare Family versus Nightmare Family. So I'm interested to see where this is going to go. Uh, QT getting getting a little bit of a of a boost here. So uh, yeah, it looks like that's. Uh, going to be Cody's next big rivalry, so I'm sure it'll be Cody with his contingent from the Nightmare Family against QT with his. Um, hey, make another Blood and Guts match. Why the hell not? <clears throat> um, then we saw yet another promo between Sting, Lance Archer, and Jake the Snake. A uh, little bit of a surprise. Lance, Lance Archer you know, interrupting Sting again, saying that he should be in the main events and all this kind of stuff, and then Sting just cutting him off and saying, hey, I agree with you. Go out and get it. So I'm um, curious to see where this is going to lead because, you know, there is history there with Sting and Jake the Snake um, from uh, from WCW days. So I, I'm wondering, is Sting going to ally himself, align himself with Archer and Jake or how exactly is this going to work? Um, yeah, and then we saw Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky just kind of watching the show from the rafters. Kind of uh, interesting there. Uh, Darby Allen retained the TNT title against J.D. Drake and then... Uh, yeah, at the end of that match, 
Uh, we saw an attack from the Hardy family office, as they're known, uh, Matt Hardy and his crew. And Sting and the Dark Order made the save. So, uh, yeah, we've got the, the Hardys, or Hardy's uh, group, which consists of Private Party, the Butcher, the Blade, and the Bunny, uh, kind of uh, squaring off against Sting, Darby Allen, and the Dark Order. So uh, I'm, I'm interested to see how that one's going to play out as well. Then Pinnacle with an attack on Chris Jericho. They had locked uh, Inner Circle inside their dressing room and isolated Jericho and were just kind of putting a five-way beatdown on him. And we saw the save by Mike Tyson, of all people. <clears throat> so kind of kind of cool. Um, you know, came out Tyson throwing some punches on, on Sean Spears. Which, again, people are complaining about, like, oh, those punches looked horrible. It's Mike freaking Tyson. Do you want him to throw a real punch and kill someone? Okay? Yeah, he's going to be pulling his punches, and I'm sure he's not very well versed in throwing, quote-unquote, working punches. So, deal with it. My, I mean, my God. Wrestling fans want to pick shit apart so much, and it's ridiculous. It's wrestling, guys. It's not that serious. Just watch it for what it is. You know, I mean, come on. But uh, anyway, yeah, so Mike Tyson now has uh, aligned himself with the Inner Circle. We kind of saw him and Chris Jericho bury the hatchet and shake hands and stuff. And Inner Circle are solidly baby faces now, which uh, is, is kind of cool. Uh, interesting, interesting turn of events there. So uh, Ty Conti got a win over the Bunny. Then uh, uh, let's see, coming up uh, next week. We've got uh, the Death Triangle getting their tag team title match against the Young Bucks. Uh, Anthony Agogo is going to be making his in-ring debut. I'm interested to see that one. Uh, finally going to see a one-on-one -on -one match between Jade Cargill and, and uh, Red Velvet next week. And then uh, Dax from, uh, from FTR will be taking on Chris Jericho with Mike Tyson as the special enforcer. So that should be should be interesting. Uh, Pinnacle versus Inner Circle match there. And uh, at the end of the show, like I said, in, in the, uh, the three count, the Young Bucks turning on John Moxley and realigning themselves with uh, the Good Brothers and Kenny Omega. Uh, we saw Kingston come out and try to help, and uh, he got attacked by the Good Brothers for his trouble. Uh, moving into some Impact news, it looks like Taylor Wilde is returning to Impact. We've seen some uh, some vignettes the last couple of weeks kind of pointing in that direction. And this week, um, we actually saw her kind of in the vignette. We didn't see her face, but, you know, it, it, it's Taylor Wilde. And I'm I am over the moon about this one. Taylor Wilde was my favorite Impact or TNA knockout uh, during her first run there. <clears throat> and uh, when, she, when she retired, I was... I, I was disappointed. I mean, she retired very young, but you know, hey, it, it you uh, you know, I always say you got to do what's best for you. She was she was ready to get out of the game at that point. Can't fault can't fault anybody for that. And you know, there, you know, she had other stuff she wanted to do, and she you know retired, and moved on. And now she's ready to come back. So I'm I'm definitely here for this, Taylor. If you've never seen Taylor Wilde, you're you're in for a treat because she is damn good. Uh, Brian Myers attacked Matt Cardona and Jake something and uh, finally accepted Cardona's challenge for rebellion. So we are going to see uh, the Major Brothers, as they were formerly known, uh, going going one-on-one -on -one at uh, Impact Rebellion coming up. And uh, in an interesting tag team match, Trey Miguel and Sammy Callahan got a win over Triple XL. And, uh, yeah, all this leading into uh, the, uh, the Hardcore Justice event 
uh, that took place on uh, Saturday afternoon, right before WrestleMania. Uh, Josh Alexander and Petey Williams got a win over TJP and Falaba and Ace Austin and Madman Fulton in a triple threat tag team match. Uh, Mahabali Shara defeated Hernandez in a, uh, a chairs match. Doc Gallows got the win over Black Taurus. Matt Cardona defeated Johnny Swinger, no big surprise there. Sammy Callahan defeated Sam Beal. Jake Something got the win over Brian Myers in uh, in a blindfold match. Uh, I didn't actually watch this event, but blindfold matches never seem to go very well. But uh, yeah, Jake Something did get the uh, the victory over Myers in that one. Tennille Dashwood got the win over Alicia Edwards, Havoc, Jordan Grace, Rosemary, and uh, returning Sue Young in a weapons match to determine the number one contender for the Impact Knockouts title. So, uh, yeah, Tennille is the number one contender now to Deanna Perrazzo, who retained against Jazz. And uh, that was a uh, an old-school rules or a hardcore match, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it was title versus career. So Jazz, uh, yeah, Jazz was defeated and, as a result, has to retire, which, I mean, by all accounts, Jazz was retiring this year. I said it last week. This would most likely be her farewell match. Uh, so, you know, to go out to uh, someone like Deanna Perrazzo, who's one, arguably one of the best women's wrestlers on the planet right now, you know, not a not a bad way to go out. And then uh, Violent by Design defeated Team Dreamer in an eight-man hardcore war. Team Dreamer was Tommy Dreamer, Eddie Edwards, Rich Swan, and Willie Mack. And Violent by Design, of course, is Eric Young, Cody Diener, Joe Doring, and Rhino. Uh, so let's move into some Ring of Honor news here. Uh, we found out on their 500th episode, which is coming up in two weeks, there's going to be two ridiculous matches. A pure championship match, Jonathan Gresham versus Jay Lethal. Cannot wait to see that one. And then it will be Jay Briscoe versus Mark Briscoe. You could not have two more polar opposite matches on a single show if you tried. Gresham and Lethal is going to be a technical wrestling clinic. And Briscoe versus Briscoe is going to be a brawl. So I, I cannot wait to see that. That's coming up in two weeks. A uh, little bit of New Japan news. We have a new IWGP World Heavyweight Champion and Will Ospreay defeated Kota Ibushi. And we also found out that uh, Kazuchika Okada will be challenging for the World Heavyweight Championship coming up on May 29th. So that should be a damn good match uh, if, in fact, it ends up Okada versus Ospreay. Ospreay does have title defenses between now and then. So, uh, yeah, Okada versus Osprey, sign me up. And for the uh, IWGP United States Championship, John Moxley has challenged Yuji Nagata. Uh, you know, some of you may remember him from, uh, from WCW back in the day, but uh, has always been a big star over in Japan. So it looks like it will be Nagata challenging Moxley for the United States Championship. And a little bit of NWA news. Uh, looks like the, uh, the War Kings, Jax Dane and Crimson, could possibly be splitting up. Had a little bit of... Uh, miscommunication or <clears throat> excuse me guys a little bit of uh, mistiming or whatever it might be in a tag team match on power this past week and uh, the Pope D'Angelo De Niro retained the TV title in a match against uh, Fred Fred Roser or formerly known as uh... <clears throat> sorry guys don't know what's going on with my voice today uh, yeah the Pope retained against uh, against Fred Roser in a TV championship match so uh, that pretty much does it for uh, news and results and everything. Got a little bit of miscellaneous stuff going on this week. Um, was announced during WrestleMania that the next pay-per-view uh, is 
WrestleMania backlash. I guess it's no longer just backlash. It's WrestleMania backlash. That's going to be on May 16th. Uh, we've got two new WWE shows premiering on A&E on April the 18th, which is next Sunday. WWE Legends, uh, or Biography WWE Legends, which is going to be, I guess, an eight-part uh, limited series. And WWE Lost Treasures, which uh, I'm looking forward to both of those. I'm, I'm very interested to see, especially the Lost Treasures. I know Conrad Thompson has a lot of involvement in that one because he owns a lot of those Lost Treasures. So it uh, should be some pretty cool shows coming on A&E starting on the 18th. And we also found out Season 3, Dark Side of the Ring, will be premiering on May the 6th. Cannot wait for this one. And some sad news this weekend. Uh, Shotzi Blackheart, as well as the Hardy Boys, both uh, lost their fathers this weekend. So, uh, you know, condolences and 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 thoughts and, and everything else go out to uh, to Shotzi and to the Hardy Boys, both uh, yeah, losing, losing their fathers this weekend, um, you know, losing... Losing a parent is never easy. You're never prepared for it, and it's something that most of us will have to deal with in our lifetime. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, definitely heartfelt condolences out to Shotzi Blackheart and to Matt and Jeff Hardy. So uh, that's gonna do it for news and rumors, or yeah, news and rumors and results and all that from uh, from WrestleMania week. So I'm gonna throw it over to Charlie G, and he is here with uh, an extra large edition of the Indie Cut. Thank you, Tom, and hey to wrestling friends. I'm with Charles G with this week's long but heavily edited and indie cut. Uh, there was a lot of wrestling action, so let's begin with Friday, April 2nd, and Russell Pro Northern Expansion Tour Day 1 from Alaska. I'll just stick with that. Uh, we had uh, Brody Adams and Jack Windsor defeating Cheeseburger and, and LSG. Zach Gowan defeated Vargas. Matt Cross defeated Tyler Payne. And for the WrestlePro Interim Go title, champion Dion Roosman defeated Nikos Rikos. Uh, you'll understand why I put that, uh, this uh, WrestlePro show, in the cut this week later on. <clears throat> Two future stars of wrestling, which is back in action. On Fight TV, for the FSW Women's Title, Champion Maserati defeated Katarina. Uh, and and CMLL, uh, Luciferno, Mephisto, and Titan defeated El Serrano Jr., Mystico, and Templario. Uh, a few of those have been at Warrior Wrestling, so I figured put them in the cut this week. On to Saturday, April 3rd. Uh, Russell Pro Northern Expansion Tour Day 2, still in Alaska. Cheeseburger defeated Alki. LSG and Matt Cross defeated the Amazing Graysons of JP Grayson and Tommy Grayson. And for Russell Pro Interim Gold, champion Dion Rusman defeated Ilya Baratz. Uh, extreme Intense Championship Wrestling from Standish, Michigan, April Armageddon. Uh, for uh, XICW United States title champion Congo Kong defeated Mongo uh, for their extreme intense uh, title. Tommy Vendetta defeated champion Drake Jacobs and Justin Dream to become the champion. And in a proven ground tag title match, 
uh, DBA and Rhino, uh, yep, Rhino, uh, defeated champions Adam Wick and Jack Price to become new champions. Uh, over to Russell Max, uh, St. Louis, episode two, uh, the David Lee Memorial Tournament from St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, seems like they got a new name, which is good. Uh, Brooke Valentine defeated Blair Onyx, and for the Russell Max. Russell, Max, St. Louis, River City title and tournament final match. Mike Outlaw defeated JDX to become champion. Sorry I didn't go through all the tournament matches, but that was kind of a long show. Uh, to Total Psychopathic Wrestling, Gimmick Mania from Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, in a last man standing match, our good friend Beastman defeated Hunter Wolf. And for the TPW Heavyweight title, in a bull rope match, Brad Cash defeated champion Steven Burns to become new champion. Uh, to IWA Mid-South, a double death tag team tournament from Connersville, Indiana. Uh, most of, a lot of these people were, that were in this show were at uh, Indie Mania Week, so you might hear these names a little bit more. Uh, and the final match, which was a Caribbean spider web 200 light tube death match. I didn't know, watch this. Uh, Atticus Kogar and Eric Ryan defeated John Wayne Murdoch and Satu Jin. Uh, to New York Wrestling Connection Heart and Soul Cup Tournament uh, number 12 on YouTube. Uh, the final match. So, uh, Heart and Soul Cup Tournament winner was Dickie Rods over Joey Conway. Uh, Frontline Pro 26, Honorbound from Stevensport. Stevens Point, Wisconsin, in a hardcore match. Hall of Famer Rob Van Dam. Yep, RVD was back in action. Uh, Will built Bill Alfonso in his corner, along with Katie Forbes, and he defeated Ben McCoy. So RVD probably filmed his uh, Hall of Fame speech and then wrestled. So uh, interesting for him. Uh, Coastal Championship Wrestling, Bash at the Brew 3 from Hialeah, Florida. For the ladies' title, champion Marina Tucker defeated Christy James. Good, nice to see you back in action in another company. Uh, to Buzzsaw Championship Wrestling from Guthrie, Oklahoma. Uh, for the tag titles, Funny Bone and Super Beast, who were also in Indie Mania, defeated. Dexter Hart champions Dexter Hardaway and Niles Plunk to become new champions. Over to the Kana Pro Wrestling Show. Uh, Pro 4321 Blast Off uh, from La Mesa, California. Uh, in, a, in a pole three way match, Mr. Iguana, our AAA friend, defeated Guy Cool and Remy Marcel. And in a tag match, Bestia 666 and Mecha Wolf defeated uh, Delilah Doom and Eli Everfly. So some triple A uh, talent actually got to California and did a show. Uh, back here for AAW Alive number four from Villa Park, Illinois at Arena Galley. So they have a new venue for their uh, Twitch feeds. Uh, the show was at 630. Uh, Actually, today's show was on at 2.30. They did not want to go against WrestleMania, 
very smart by AEW. Uh, so I'll go through the matches. Sky Blue defeated Hyan. Very good match there. Brayden Lee defeated Ace Perry. Hakeem Zane defeated Isaiah Moore. And then Hakeem Zane defeated Cole Carter. Because he didn't want to defend his title against good people. Uh, in a four-way match, Paco def uh, came back in action, defeating Gringo Loco, Jake Lander, and Nick King. And for the AAW Heavyweight title, champion Mance Warner defeated the one called Manders. Uh, very good show. Uh, at the end of that match, uh, Fred Yehai uh, came out and attacked uh, Mance and Manders uh, with some help from uh, Hooded Gentleman. So uh, we shall see, we shall see how that goes from there. As also in the studio audience was um, Gia Miller from Impact Wrestling. So it can only get interesting from there, right? Uh, down to Promotion East Sanchez uh, from Mexico. Uh, put this in for more to play talent of Lady Maravilla and Miss Kath defeating Big Mommy and India Sue. Pagano and Psycho Clown defeated Chessman and Penta L0M. So Penta was in Mexico last Saturday to do a show. Alright. Can't be on AEW a lot, but he can be in you know, whatever. I won't get into that. Uh, to Arena to another freelance show from uh, Mexico in a pandemic. Destino. Uh, Tejano Jr. and Supernova defeated Demino, Infernal, and Fresno Jr. Uh, Blaze and Camouflage. Oh, D-Way tag, my bad. Uh, and in a six-man tag, Alcanic, Joe Leader, and Nino Hamburguesa defeated David the Clown, Monster Clown, and Murder Clown. So the clowns lost that night. Uh, and still in CMLL. Uh, Bandito, Caristico, and Diamante Azul defeated Euphoria, Ultima Guerrero, and Templario. So nice to see them kind of back in action with a little bit better matches, I must say. On to Sunday, April 4th. Yumiko uh, uh, Hoto debut, 35th anniversary show from Japan. Aja Kong, Kiri Ito, and Yumiko Hoto uh, defeated Chigisu Nagoya. Kyoko Inoue and Nani Takashi. I hope I said those right. Uh, on to Oz Academy Silver Bullet. Uh, I wanted to say that there's some title changes here. Uh, Maya Ukai, sorry, Oni, and Yumi Oka defeated Aja Kong, Okino, and Sakura Hiroto. Uh, for the Oz Academy tag titles. Kari Yoniyama and Yu defeated champions Koho Kobayashi and Kira Sekiguchi to become new champions. So Kari's just packing up the titles outside of, uh, of stardom. Good for her. Uh, and for the Oz Academy Openweight title, Sonoko Kato defeated champion Miyumi Ozaki to become new champion. Uh, Noah had a show, Nia, Neo Breeze 2021, day two. Uh, New Japan Sakura Genesis, uh, really good show. Uh, show and Yo 
came back together to defeat champions El Desperado and Canemaro to become IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champions again. And for the IWGP World Heavyweight title, Will Ospreay put on a great match against Kota Ibushi, who was champion. So Will Ospreay is your new World Heavyweight Champion in Japan. Good for him. Great match. Pretty good. Pretty cool show. Seems like they got back in a little bit of their groove right now. So hopefully New Japan's uh, better than ever. Uh, Gotta Move Chalka Pro 102 was on YouTube. Uh, Dragon Gate, The Gate of the Passion Day 2 took place. Uh, Ultimate Dragon lost his six-man match. Uh, DDT put on a Chris Brooks produced show number 3. Danger and Pleasure Tour 96. For the DDT Extreme title, champion Chris Brooks defeated Mecha Mummy in a very interesting, cool match, I must say. Uh, actress Girls act in Kurgan Hall. For the IWG title, Saki defeated champion Miyuki Takasi to become the champion. Uh, the Pro Wrestling A-Team Tomohiko Hashimoto debut 20th anniversary. Uh, Koji Kanemoto, Minori Tanaka, and Tatsumi Fujinami. Yes, Fujinami is back in action to defeat Hasegawa, Raiden, and Tomohiko Hashimoto. So who knew another Hall another WWE Hall of Famer was back in action <laughs> last weekend. Oh man, it's wild. Uh, so Stardom, Yokohama, Dream Cinderella in Spring. This was another awesome show and live if you were awake at 3 a.m. I was not, but I was still able to catch the show. And a three match, Hina defeated Azumi and Lady C. So Lady Lady C still cannot pick up a victory. Momo Watanabe defeated Mina Sirikawa, Sirikawa uh, uh, in a very good underrated match, I must say. Saya Kamatani defeated Unagi Sayaka uh, in the Elimination 10-woman tag match. Uh, Odatai Purveo with Konami Natsukatora, Rina, Ruaka, and Saki Kashima. They defeated the stars Hanan, Mayu Iwatani, Saya Ida, who got injured. Uh, pretty badly, it looks. Uh, she is a torn ACL and will be out quite a while. Uh, also, Starlight Kid and Gokigen Death was pinned by Saki Kashima at the end and is now part of Odatai. Uh, so, she made her debut yesterday. I did not see it, so I would not report on it, but she did make her debut for Odatai under a different name. Uh, for the Wonder of Stardom title match, uh, champion Tom Nakano defeated Natsupoi. Really awesome match between these two. They're friends. No longer friends. I, I don't know how you want to put it, but great great match there. For the World of Stardom title match, champion Tommy Hayashita defeated B. Priestley. And at the end of this match, B. Priestley said that was her last stardom match, which has sent uh, the internet of oh, going crazy. Where is she going to sign? Um, rumor is NXT UK. Um, I see her go back to AEW personally, but if she's in the UK, uh, it might be, um, you know, might be good for her to start there and just try and get, you know, get back into English wrestling. I don't know how you want to put it there. And then in the main event for the Goddesses of Stardom title match, 
Julia and Siri of Donna Domundo defeated Hemeka and Micah of Donna Domundo to become new champions. Really cool match. Uh, I suggest you check that out just out if you can because I enjoyed it very much. Uh, back here in the States for Sun Underground Pro. Uh, the beat goes on from Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, Commander Man Dan defeated Nolan Edward. Effie took on Kevin Coot in a no contest. AC Mack defeat, defeated Alley Cat. Dominic Greeny defeated Derek Neal. And Brett Ison defeated Jaden Newman. And more of those will appear during Indie Mania. Uh, Pizza Party Wrestling Pro Cake Over on IWTV. Uh, Boomer Hatfield defeated Erica Lee. And Faye Jackson defeated Dan Champion. Uh, to another freelance show in Mexico. Uh, Tejano Jr. and Supernova defeated Raymond and Suriman. Uh, Leo and Pagano defeated the Golden Rooster and Pharaoh. Okay. Uh, and to IWRG, Love Rebellion Dilos Jr., also in Mexico. For the Rey Del Air title, Champion Dragon Bane defeated Baby Extreme. And for the the Ray the Ring title champion Eternal defeated Fursario Jr. So Dragon Bane actually made his appearance in Indie Mania, so that's why I put him in the show. Uh, finally, on to Monday, April 5th, uh, Kushi Pro Monday Night uh, number one. It's on YouTube. Uh, where the great Sasuke was in a match, so check that out. Uh, Dove Pro break on through day one. They had uh, first round tournament matches. Got a Muchaka Pro 103 on YouTube, of course. And then CPW is back in action with the Rising Knights on YouTube. Uh, then to Flophouse Wrestling, Private Stash number seven, No Sleep Till Tampa. Uh, but this was from Indianapolis, Indiana on IWTV. Uh, Jordan died to beat Dominic Greeny. Uh, for the Flophouse Tag Titles, Big Cuz and Joseph Schwartz defeated champions Dick Michaels and Tyler Lytle to become new champions. And Dalton Diamond defeated Super Crazy. I don't know why Super Crazy couldn't appear at uh, Indie Mania. Uh, and then in a pop-up match that I did not know about until last Monday night, it was called Monday Night Heat, uh, Leo Rush production on YouTube. It was Leo Rush versus Enzo. In a five-minute self-promotion match. I don't even know if there was a victory. It was a cinematic match. And at the end of it, they said, if you want to book us, here's the information. So put it to Leo Rush and then so they'll book their own match to get promoted. Got to hand it to them, right? Tuesday, April 6th, Tokyo Pro, Toy 21. Uh, Hikari Noah defeated Mihiro Kiru. Mayu Yamshita defeated Raku and Sunny Shiori. Uh, my favorite, Maki Ito defeated Moka Miyamoto. Uh, Miri Miyumi, Suzumi, and Yuki Kamufuku defeated Hirono Neko, Naikakuda, and Pam, Pam Hirojuku. Rika Tatsumi defeated Arushu, Arushu Endo. And then in a eight-woman tag, Nodeka Tenma and Yuki Aino with Hyper Masao and Soka Nogajima. Defeated Mizuki, Yuka Sakazaki, Mariki Kobashi, and Miyu Watanabe. A really cool show with them. Uh, there was a Dove Pro Wrestling Break on through day two. 
more with the final match of their tournament with Yuko Miyamoto defeating Naoki Tanazaki. Back here in the States, Ohio Valley Wrestling, 1130. Uh, for the OVW Southern Tag Titles, Jesse Goddard and Tony Gunn defeated the champions uh, Brandon Tate and Brent Tate to become new champions. Uh, new South Pro Wrestling Action Class number 30 from Hainesville, Alabama on IWTV. Uh, Cabana Man Dan defeated Brett Eisen. And in the Northeast Wrestling Studio Wars 13 uh, in Connecticut on HighSports.com. For their heavyweight title, champion Dan Moff defeated Chris Battle. So Dan Moff is back in action. Now I did say Indie Mania Week started on Tuesday. I could not find results of that. Uh, super super show so uh, it took place but I just don't have the results sorry about that uh, to Wednesday April 7th Tokyo Shoe Pro Go Girl Women Only Free Show uh, so only women were allowed in the show so that's pretty uh, so they felt a lot safer and not creeped out so uh, and they even said so during one of their uh, interviews uh, Miyuri Miyumi defeated Moka Miyamoto Yuko, Yuki Kamufuku defeated Marika Kobashi and Palm Harajuku in a no makeup match. They all looked wonderful. Uh, in a tag match, Mei St. Michelle and Saki Sama uh, defeated Mihiro Kiru and Yuki Aino. Very cool match. Uh, Hyper Michelle, Raku, and Soka Nakajima defeated Hiruno Neko, Naikakuda, and Ozaka Tenma. Uh, Maki Ido teamed up with her friend Miyu Yamshita. To defeat Hikari Noah and Sunny Sena Siori. And six woman tag, uh, Miyu Watanabe and Rek Rika Tatsumi with Suzumi uh, defeated Mizuki, Yuka Sakazaki, and Rushu Endo. Nice show with them again by uh, Tokyo Shikro. Uh, there was a DDT Boys Be Ambitious show. No need to get into that. Uh, back to WrestlePro North. Northern Expansion Tour Day 3 from Fairbanks, Alaska. Uh, Bryson, Axel, and Cheeseburger defeated Brody Adams and Jack Windsor. Uh, JP Grayson and Tommy Grayson defeated LSG and Tyler Payne. And for Russell Pro Intim Gold, Champion Dion Roosman defeated Bobby Weaver. Uh, Paradigm Pro Wrestling UWFI Rules Contender Series. Uh, season 2, Episode 3, from Jeffersonville, Indiana, and IWTV. Uh, the Heavy Hitters title, Matt Mikowski defeated champion Mo Atlas to become the champion. And then the first match that I can report on Indie Mania Week, No Peace Underground, Fatalism, from Orlando, Florida, uh, at the Sound Bar at 8 p.m., so as IWTV. Uh, and this is all no ring, so... Pharaoh defeated the one called Manders for the uh, NPU title. Uh, champion Eric Ryan defeated Nolan Edward in a brutal death match. And also a no ring death match. John Wayne Murdoch defeated Matthew Justice. And then at the end of the match, Eric Redbird uh, chokes slam Matthew Justice through off the stage through a guardway rail and, and uh, door. And then he chokes slam John Wayne Murdoch on to Matthew Justice. And then walked away. So Eric Redbeard, Redbeard appeared during Indie Mania Week to destroy people. 
what else would I have it any other way, right? On to Thursday, April 8th, uh, YMZ Goki again, April 2021 show took place. Uh, nothing really big there. Uh, Marvelous was back in action uh, with Kikutaro defeating Leo Asaka and Mio Momomono. Momo, yeah, Momono and Rin Katakura defeated Kakuru and Tomoko Watanabe. Uh, then for and for the Inimania tape matches, I, I, AIW Go For Broke number one. Uh, they taped in Cleveland, Ohio on IWTV. Trey Lamar defeated Mikey Montgomery. And Dominic Greeny defeated Marino Tenagalia. And you can see that because there's a lot going on starting Thursday. Uh, then in a freelance show, FWF Live at Creative Pro Wrestling Academy. Uh, Johnny Cash, Johnny Clash, and Shane Douglas, triple threat man, uh, defeated Nick Stapp and Troy Nelson. Swaggle defeated Eric James for the CAP tag titles, no DQ match. Uh, Bear Boulder and Bear Brunson defeated champions Brian Myers and Mark Sterling to become champions. And for the CAP title, champion VSK defeated Matt Cardona. I would like to have seen this match. I'd like to have seen this show. It sounds interesting with them. So if it's out there, let me know. <laughs> uh, then finally, noon, GCW Jimmy Lloyd's D-Generation F on Fight TV from Ybor City, Florida. Uh, outside of Cuban Club. So yes, all our GCW matches were outside in the Florida heat and sun. I feel sorry for all the professors. I give them all credit for doing it. Some did not look very good. So some of these matches were rough to watch, uh, but they still did their best. Uh, I mean, especially this first match. I, I missed it because it was a little early. And American, it sounds like American Beetle got knocked out or whatever from the heat but Ninja Mac won the six-man scramble match uh, Billy Starks defeated Roxy and Sky Blue a real cool match between those three pay attention all three of those names they will be known by the end of this year for the FSW tag titles Damian Drake and Matt Vandergriff who are champions defeated Charlie Tiger and Alice Taylor uh, JJ Garrett defeated Marcus Mathers uh, Oh, here's another one. El Hio del Canis Lupus knocked out Gino Medina. I mean, literally just knocked him out. He, and he hasn't wrestled since. He he really did not feel well after this match. And you could see he was not in good shape. Uh, Atticus Kogar defeated Trey Lamar. Jordan Oliver defeated Everett Connors. You'll hear Jordan's name a lot coming up. Uh, the one called Manners defeated, defeated Juicy Finau. Dante Leon defeated Myron Reed. Nolan Edward defeated Daniel Garcia, and Starboy Charlie defeated Jimmy Lloyd. So at least Jimmy didn't put himself over at his own show. And still at noon, uh, IWTV, Fan Union 2021 Part 1, at a brew company. So in Tampa, Florida, so it looks like they're wrestling in a cafeteria. So very interesting contrast between these two shows. Uh, these two companies, I should say. Uh, Boomer Hatfield, yeah, Lucha Rules, they had a Lucha Rules six-man tag with Boomer Hatfield, Erica Lee, and the Boar winning their match. 
Uh, Wheeler Yuta defeated Adam Priest to become number one contender for the IW Independent Wrestling title. Uh, IWA Mid-South Heavyweight title match. John Wayne Murdoch defeated champion Jack, Jake Chris. Finally, Jake lost and he had to go to Florida to do it. And in the IWTV Independent Wrestling title match, champion Lee Moriarty defeated Edith Sorrell. Alright, now I'm going to try and edit this as much as I can. Uh, IWTV Fan Union Part 2 at 3 p.m. Uh, New Texas Pro South, New Texas Pro title, Mysterious Q, Horse Champion, defeated Ryan Davidson. For the action title, champion Eric Royal defeated Marcus Mathers. New South title, champion Derek Neal defeated Commander Man Dan. There's Commander Man Dan. Uh, for the Limitless Wrestling World Title, Champion Daniel Garcia defeated Kevin Koo. And then, a very good professional wrestler, Daniel Makabe, Trailer and Wheeler Yuta defeated Eric Cannon, Dan Champion, Jigsaw, and Lucky 13. Yes, Jigsaw is back in action, folks. Uh, GCW Acid Cup 3, Day 1. Calvin Tankman defeated Colby Cranum. Laredo Kid defeated Braden Lee. Dragon Bane defeated KTB. Jordan Oliver defeated Edith Sorrell. Lee Moriarty defeated JJ Garrett. JJ did not look good after this match. Uh, the sun got to him. Ariz defeated Aramis. So that was a prelude to Warrior Wrestling show coming up in June. Cole Radrick defeated Ellis Taylor and Jimmy Lloyd. And AJ Gray defeated Nate Webb. Uh, then to the main event of the night for me, uh, GCW Josh Burnett's Bloodsport number 6 at 8pm. So it's a little bit easier to watch for them. A lot cooler, but a ton of people came to see this show. And all the night shows there. This place was, man. Uh, so Bad Dude Tito defeated Victor Benjamin. Simon Grimm defeated Alexander James. Alex Coughlin defeated Royce Isaacs. Yep, Alex Calgan of New Japan Strong won his match. Uh, Allison Kay uh, defeated Matha Slamovich by referee's decision. Uh, Leo Rush defeated Yoya in what was the uh, match stealer of the night. Uh, Dave Boy Smith Jr. defeated KTB by KO in his, in his power bomb. He knocked him out. And then he had an unwanted friend who I guess he brought with, and that got a lot of traction over social media. I won't say who, but y'all kind of know if it's David Boy Smith Jr., right? Uh, Chavo Guerrero Jr. defeated Rocky Romero by referee's decision. Pretty much just elbowed him to, to, to death. Uh, Chris Dickinson defeated Shane Mercer. That was a really good match. And then the main event, it was Josh Barnett defeating John Moxley by referee's decision after a Death Valley driver and then foot stomped the heck out of them in the face. These two were bloodied beyond, like, they're just must, they're bloody, bloody, and they shook hands, put on a promo after the match, I did not listen to it, but, yeah, this is only, I'm sure it's going to have a rematch, because John didn't care, he looked like he was having a blast, <laughs> and he's like, why do you, why you call it, I was, I didn't give up, he wants to keep going, Maxley, he's a man, right, alright, and to ICW No Holds Part Volume 11, then and now, also at 8 p.m., so didn't really see this show, but Tony Deppin defeated Daniel Garcia. Lee Moriarty defeated Steve Madison. Dan Moff defeated Calvin Tankman. 
uh, Nolan Edward defeated Jay Chris. And, uh, this was, an, I believe, this was in a steel cage on the floor of all things. So yeah, uh, interesting show. Uh, no Peace Underground, Murder Mania, on IWTV at 11.59 p.m. Uh, Treehouse Lee defeated J.J. Garrett, so J.J. got better by the night time. Uh, Shane Mercer won his five-way match. Uh, oh, here, Tony Deppin defeated Jake Something, even though Jake Something pretty much... Not, I don't know how Tony Deppin was walking after this match, but he did get this sustained a neck injury so had to pull out the rest of the weekend uh, sucks for Tony he's had a lot of bad luck this year but it's a pretty cool match even though uh, Tony Jake something that's pretty much destroyed him and still lost <laughs> yeah uh, yeah then Casino Ground time defeated Madman Pundo and a death match uh, uh, 11.59 GCW for the culture so this is their 11.59 show uh, for the Impact Knockouts tag title Kiara Hogan and Ch Tasha Steeles who are champions defeated Brooke Valentine and Willow Nightingale nice to see that in those were in action Calvin, Calvin Tankman defeated Andy Brown frontman Jay and Myron Reed Trey Lamar defeated Eli Knight oh excuse me AJ Gray defeated JTG Lee Moriarty defeated Leo Rush yeah, pretty decent match. I think Leo was kind of out of it by that time of night. So was Lee. Uh, and then Rick Swan defeated two Cold Scorpio. Yeah, that was actually a pretty good match. You know, it was like 2.30 at night. Or uh, 1.30 there. Because they had to be done by like 2 or 3 on a Thursday night. Uh, yep, I'm going long. The past 30 minutes. Sorry, people. Friday, April 9th. All Japan Pro Wrestling Champion Carnival uh, day one took place with uh, carnival matches. No need to get into that. Dragon Gate, uh, Gate of Passion, day three, and a mask versus mask mask match. Diamante defeated Bokutumo Dragon. So it's he's almost like the Ultimate Dragon, but thicker. <laughs> put it, I'll put it put it as nice as I can there. Uh, Westside Extreme Wrestling. Dead Eden was back in action. There's a couple of interesting matches there. Check that out if you can. Uh, to Pure Power Wrestling, PPWX from Lethbridge, Alberta, Canada on YouTube. Uh, let's check that out. Uh, interesting name here for the PPW Heavyweight title. Champion Sidney Steele defeated Travis Copeland. Copeland, huh? I wonder if he's related to anyone in WWE with the, with the E uh, starting his name. Uh, back to Russell Pro Northern Explosion Day 4 from Palmer, Alaska. Looks like they, I guess they just kept on going lower in Alaska. Bobby Wayward defeated Cheeseburger. Justin Carino defeated Zach Gowan. LSG defeated Shane Donovan. Here's the match. Shane Douglas, triple threat, defeated Tommy Dreamer. E ECW match all over again. 25 years later. <laughs> whatever it is and it lasted about seven minutes 30 so i uh, that had to be interesting to watch right uh matt kraus team with tyler payne to defeat jp grayson and tommy grayson and then for the russell and some girl dion rusman who's champion defeated sammy callahan of all people so sammy made it up to alaska even 
Alright, uh, back to Indie Mania. Action Wrestling and Southern Underground Pro. Have Fun, Be Sad from Tampa, Florida at noon. So at least they're indoors here. Uh, for the Bone Storm title, champion AJ Gray defeated JD Drake. So JD Drake went from AEW to to, uh, to Tampa to get some matches in. Uh, Kevin Ryan and Shug D defeated Brett Ison and, and Caban Man Dan. So a lot of flowery shirts there. Uh, AC Mack defeated Byron Reed. O'Shea Edwards defeated John Davis. Uh, Nolan Edward defeated Inglis Lane in a brutal match. And in the main event, it was David Finley and Drew Robinson defeating Tom McGreeny and Kevin Koo. That was a pretty good match. Uh, then there was GCW's Alley Cats, Real Hot Girl Ship, also at noon, outside. Uh, Allison K defeated Jordan Grace. Uh, Hala Dead defeated Dark Sheik. Tasha Steeles defeated Trish Adora. Alley Cat defeated Billy Starks. That was a pretty good match. That was probably the only one I got to see. Uh, and then in a Faye Jackson Grace for Pants Battle Royal, since Faye was kind of hurt still, JTG won that. Uh, I heard it was very interesting, so I'm going to try and check that out if I can. Uh, since not much on tomorrow. Uh, then Freelance and Freelance Underground Chicago Secret Stash. Uh, from somewhere in Chicago, Illinois, or in suburbs, I won't say where, I know it was, but I'm not going to say where it was, uh, since it was a secret. Uh, this was at 4 p.m. on IWTV. GPA defeated Laney Luck. Effie defeated Trevor Outlaw. Angel Escalera defeated Cole Radrick, who then 10 minutes later appeared in Florida. Uh, Jordan Oliver defeated August Matthews. Uh, well, Jordan was in Florida, also in a, in a match at the same time. And then for the Freelance Legacy title, Champion Robert Anthony defeated Storm Grayson. Uh, GCW Acid Cup Day 3, I mean, Cup 3, Day 2, outside the Cuban Club. Uh, as I was saying, Cole Radrick defeated Ariz in a pretty big upset in my eyes, and Jordan Oliver defeated Brayden Lee. That, that was the same, uh, and that, that was that same match as he was in Freelance. Uh, in the semifinal matches, Lee Moriarty defeating Calvin Tankman. Good match there. And Jordan Oliver defeated Cole Radrick. Uh, before that match, uh, before the finals, it was Ken Broadway in a, winning a six-man scramble against Damian Drake, Fassad, Lucas Riley, Marcus Mathers, and Matt Vandergriff. And in the final match for the Acid Cup, Jordan Oliver defeated Lee Moriarty. And uh, all this, Jordan was wrestling in pants. This boy is weird. Hot boy in the sun. He's an out there in pants. But he made it. He won. He looked pretty good doing so. Uh, GCW. Uh, oh, my bad. It was Generation Championship Wrestling 18. We run this town from Tampa, Florida as well. But they at the Egypt Shine Center at 8 p.m. on the Title Match Network. So I did not get to see this since I did not. It was on Title Match Network. So, Moose defeated EC3 by DQ. Renee Michelle defeated Misa Kate. Genocide defeated Willow Nightingale. For their GCW tag title, Eli Knight and Malik Basod defeated Edge Stone and Solomon Stone, become new champion. Uh, Mike Bennett defeated Casey Navarro. Sky Blue defeated Kira Hogan. 
so Sky Blue, yeah, Sky Blue. Or Chicago's own Sky Blue defeated Kira Hogan. Let go Sky. Uh, further, GCW Heavyweight title, UA match. Stunt Marshall defeated Chuckles the Clown, who's champion, and Shug D to become the champion. And for the women's title, champion Queen Amanada defeated Roche Chanel. Sounds like a, a very good show there. Uh, game Changer Wrestling back at it again with the RSP Spring Break presented by 440H. Yeah, this was a good show. Uh, not as... Um, not as outs not as much outside talent as there usually is, but I'm sure the pandemic kind of put a cap on who they can bring in. So Starboy Charlie defeated Billy Starks, uh, KTB and Shane Mercer defeated Bobby Beverly and Eric Ryan. Match of the night uh, for a lot of people: Aramis, Dragon Bane, and Laredo Kid defeated Ariz, Black Taurus, and Gringo Loco. That was it was a pretty cool match. Uh, Darkheart Leo Rush defeated Jordan Oliver. That was a pretty good match as well. Uh, Atticus Kogart destroyed Masada. Not destroyed, but it was a pretty big death match. Rick Swan defeated Lee Moriarty. Pretty good match there. Joey Janela defeated Chris Dickinson uh, in a pretty bloody match between those two. Uh, Effie defeated Gregory Iron with Virgil in his corner. Yes, Virgil even made an appearance. But then Virgil turned on Gregory Iron and teamed up with Effie. And then the main event for the GCW World title, Nick Gage finally defeated Ricky Shane Page to become the champion. In a brutal, bloody, uh, they went everywhere match. This is crazy. After the match, John Moxley came out and paradigm shifted uh, Nick Gage uh, onto light tubes. Uh, so it looks like there will be a match between those two coming up. Who knows when Chance is asking for a lot of, a lot of cuts and script. Yeah, he's just asking for a pain. Uh, then also at 8 p.m. was the ICW No Holds Barred Pit Fighter 10, Battle of the Tough Guys Part 1. Yep, they had two parts for this show. Uh, uh, Reed Bentley defeated John Wayne Murdoch, and Ruben Steele defeated Schlack. To name just a few. Uh, Dominic Green defeated his partner of Kevin Koo. So yeah, that was interesting there. Uh, but I'll go to the part two, which is at 11.59 p.m. And the final match was Dan Moff defeating Reed Bentley. I didn't get really see why I one either. Finally, on to Saturday, April 10th, Sunday Girls Spring Easter Show took place. New Japan was back in action uh, with day one of Roll to Wrestling Donataku. Uh, mostly tag matches. Uh, Ice Ribbon, New Ice Ribbon 1108 took place. Katamu Chaka Pro 104 on YouTube took, pl on YouTube took place. Uh, Big Japan Deathmatch Virus Series uh, Day 6 took place. Uh, yeah. All Japan Champion Carnival Day 2. With more Carnival matches. Jiri won his six-man tag match. Uh, then we go to Just Tap Out for Professional Wrestling June King Queen Battle. So the King of JTO match, Taka Michinoko defeated Cannon. Right. Uh, down to Melbourne City Wrestling, Fallout 2021. Uh, Slex defeated 
Mitch Waterman. And for the MCW World Heavyweight title, champion Adam Brooks defeated Danny Psycho. Uh, down to late last night, uh, Game Change Wrestling and Violence and Suffering. Lucid Dreams at about 12.35 a.m. Since the Spring Break show went late, this went late, really late. So Brian Cage defeated Chris Dickinson at about 2.30 in the morning. Uh, Rick Swan defeated KTB. Jimmy Lloyd defeated a very tired Jordan Oliver. Uh, JTG defeated Dr. Cube in a no DQ match. And Kaz XL came out to support JTG, so that was a cool thing to see. And at about 3, 3 o'clock Florida time, or 3.30 Florida time, Loki defeated Leo Rush. Yeah, that this wild. Uh, I don't know how, I, I stayed up for it, I don't know why, but I did. Uh, then to the Title Match Network, Ladies Night Out, 10, Midnight in Tampa. So it was Midnight in Tampa, I guess. Michelle uh, Rose defeated Roxy. Alexandra the Lion defeated Danny Moe. Halladad and Genocide defeated Harlow O'Hara and Vipers. For the Hurricane Pro Wrestling title, champion Heather Monroe defeated Lady Frost. Jordan Grace defeated Alley Cat. So Alley Cat started the day and ended the night. <laughs> so, uh, for the Mission Pro Wrestling title, champion La Rosa Negra defeated Sky Blue. Sorry, Sky. Uh, Jazz defeated Kira Hogan. Uh, so nice to see Jazz pick up a victory before her hardcore match uh, at uh, Impact. And for the LNO title, uh, champion Eva Lee's defeated Sue Young by referee stoppage. That's interesting because Sue Young, you think Sue Young would win by referee stoppage. But still, nonetheless, Eva Lee's won. Nice to see her back wrestling. She hasn't been on AEW in a while. <sighs> So yeah, that's right for me till next time with the rest of Indie Mania, which there are about five more shows, five shows, and four more to go, even two during Mania. Uh, hey man, hey, each his own, right? And then any news from around the rest of the world? Uh, don't forget to look up those for streams and YouTube channels, as you can see on, on my on the YouTube stream. I have a little shout out there. Uh, thank you for watching or listening. Hope you enjoyed the cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hogs game about to start. Uh, keep safe. Take care. Be kind, everyone. And happy WrestleMania weekend. Back to you, Tom. All right. Thank you, Charlie. So let's keep things rolling right along into the next segment of the show where I get to play armchair promoter, and I am talking about the fantasy booker. So in the fantasy booker this week, we've got a women's match, and one of these women is my absolute favorite women's wrestler in the world right now, and the other one is one who has seriously caught my eye and that I'm keeping a close eye on because I think she is going to be huge, and I'm talking about Jordan Grace and Layla Hirsch. And this is one that could potentially happen with the you know the working relationship with Impact and AEW. Um, but uh, yeah, Jordan Grace, like I said... Probably my favorite women, women's wrestler in the world. Uh, I've, I've had the pleasure of calling some of her matches at uh, Warrior Wrestling and, you know, watching her on Impact every week. She's just amazing and is 
probably the strongest woman in wrestling right now, let's be honest. And Layla Hirsch, you know, comes from an MMA background. Not the biggest girl in the world, but she, you know, is just like a bulldog in there in the ring. And, you know, very, I think she's very impressive with what I've seen of her so far. So I would just love to see the two of them just get in there and just tear it up. Because, you know, it would not be your typical women's match. This would be a hard-hitting fight with these two, and I would love to see this match at some point and hopefully we will both these women still very very young and early in their careers so the possibility of this match actually happening at some point in time is very high i would think so yeah jordan grace layla hirsch that's this week's fantasy booker uh, i hope to see that match sometime in the near future so uh, let's move into the last segment of the show here where i give kind of an unpopular opinion and i think this is going to rank right up there and i am talking about the weekly hot take Alright, so I hope you guys are ready for this one because, uh, yeah, I, I don't think a lot of people are going to like this, especially a lot of the idiots online, but uh, Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair was the best WrestleMania main event of at least the last three years, possibly the last five to seven years, you know, as far as, like I said, significance, quality of the match, crowd reaction, Emotion, just how important the match was. It, it hit all those boxes. And, you know, like I said, the build to the match, I think, was lacking a little bit, you know, but uh, put that aside, the match itself was freaking amazing. Like I said, the significance of the match cannot be overstated. You know, the first ever one on one women's match in the history of WrestleMania, as far as the main event goes. And,. You know, these two women went out there and they tore it up. And, you know, th this was better than... I mean, last year's WrestleMania, I mean, it, it was what it was. It was a last-minute change to be in, in a closed venue with no fans. You know, it couldn't... It could not live up to expectations. It just could not. It wasn't possible. You know, so last year's WrestleMania, the whole event, kind of a wash. I mean, yes, there were some good matches. I'm not taking anything away from the, the men and women who wrestled on it. Not in the least. I'm talking about the event itself. You know, it just it couldn't, couldn't, couldn't deliver the way that WrestleMania normally delivers because it just didn't have the size and the scale and the, the grandness of WrestleMania. Uh, but, uh, you know, prior to that, the, the, the women's triple threat... Yeah, it was an okay match. The finish of the match, if you remember, got uh, messed up a little bit and, and stuff like that. So, I mean, at least the last three years, this was the best WrestleMania main event that there has been. Like I said, possibly the last five to seven years. Go back and look at some of those main events. How many do you actually remember? You know, people are going to remember this one. So that that's, that's my take on it. Sasha and Bianca... Best WrestleMania main event of the last three years. For my money, probably the best WrestleMania main event of the last five to seven years, if, if we're being totally honest. Like I said, go back and look at those main events from the last, you know, five, six, seven years. How many do you even remember off the top of your head? You know, the, the last great main event 
and I'm talking main event, I'm talking the match to close the show, you know, was when Daniel Bryan won the world title. You know, I, I would say Kofi ranks right up there, but that wasn't the main event. That's the only issue, you know, and that because that was that was the year that we had the women's triple threat as the main event. Had Kofi been the main event of that show, you know, then I'd say Sasha and Bianca's best main event in the last two years. But, you know, Kofi's match, unfortunately, was not the main event of that show. That's why, you know, I'm not saying that that wasn't a great match or anything, but it wasn't the main event. So that's why that's, you know, that match is not taken into consideration for this conversation. But, uh, yeah, like I said, go back, look at those main events the last five, six, seven years. Tell, tell me, how many of them do you remember? How many of them stick out in your head? And, you know, for me, not not too many, really. I mean, you had the Seth Rollins cashing in. That that was okay. You had Roman Reigns in four of those main events. Uh, uh, well, five now, counting this year. And, uh, you know, just uh, th- this is the one that stands out. And maybe it's because it just happened yesterday. You know, but this, this is a main event people are going to remember for a long time. So that that is my hot take. Sasha and Bianca was the best main event of WrestleMania for my money for the last seven years. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much going to wrap everything up for this week. Um, again, I want to thank everybody for watching, listening, and subscribing on YouTube, Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts from. Make sure to check out the website, catchhookshoot.com, and especially check out the shop, catchhookshoot.com slash shop. Get yourself a t-shirt. I've got this nice Undertaker-themed shirt here that I'm wearing. You guys can see it if you're watching on YouTube and all kinds of other cool stuff over there, so go and check that out. It's catchhookshoot.com. Make sure you're following on social media on all platforms. It's at catchhookshoot. Head to patreon.com slash catchhookshoot for bonus content, twitch.tv slash catchhookshoot for uh, watch parties. You know, give, give us a follow over there. I'll be putting it out on social media when when the next watch party is going to be. Head to prowrestlingtees.com slash catchhookshoot for some exclusive t-shirt designs over there that you can't find anywhere else. And you can find links to all of that and more on linktree slash catchhookshoot or scan this QR code on your screen if you're watching on YouTube. And if you ever want to shoot me an email, it's catchhookshoot at gmail.com. So with that, I'm going to sign off. Hope everyone has thoroughly enjoyed WrestleMania week as much as I have. It's been... uh, like I said, exceeded my expectations, uh, which I'm very happy about. I thought WrestleMania this year was great. Um, so, uh, yeah, what uh, what else can be said? You know, let's uh, do it all do it all again next year. So, uh, yeah, I hope everybody, like I said, has enjoyed WrestleMania week. Hope everybody has a great upcoming week. Enjoy all the great wrestling that's still going to be coming every single week going forward forever, hopefully. And uh, yeah, I will talk to you guys soon. Mm-hmm.